Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine on Saturday, and I'm wondering why are we pausing the vaccine rollout when it's just six people out of several million people who have received this vaccine who have had these serious side effects. What I'm really wondering is what these symptoms really are. They seem very similar to the symptoms that I experienced immediately after getting the vaccine. And I'm now really nervous as to whether they were blood clot symptoms or just normal expected symptoms post-COVID vaccine. Why are both the FDA and the CDC recommending that this vaccine be temporarily halted? Doesn't the benefit of vaccinating more Americans outweigh the risks posed by the vaccine? There are a lot of questions right now about the Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine. As you probably know by now, yesterday morning, the CDC and the FDA recommended that the United States pause the use of the J&J vaccine while they look into six reported cases of people who develop blood clots after receiving the vaccine. Essentially, those six people experienced a stroke-like condition in which their blood clotted in a very specific part of the brain, the blood vessels that drain blood away from the brain. In addition, that was combined with a low platelet count. Now, all six of those cases were women between the ages of 18 and 48 who had received their shots one to two weeks earlier. In one of those cases, a 45-year-old woman died, according to federal records. So obviously, this is a serious condition that we're talking about, but it is also extremely rare. While those cases are now being investigated further, J&J has decided to pause all vaccinations in all of their clinical trials, including in adolescents. So today, we're going to devote a full episode to everything we currently know about this pause of the J&J vaccine. Why is it happening now? How is it going to affect people who've already received the vaccine? And how is it going to impact the United States' ability to vaccinate enough people to reach herd immunity? I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta. CNN's chief medical correspondent. And this is Coronavirus, Fact versus Fiction. Let's start with what this actually means. The CDC and FDA have called for a pause, but that's not the same thing as a recall. And it's not even revoking the FDA's emergency use authorization. What they're saying is they just want to pause administration of the vaccine until we can figure out What's going on with these blood clots? Here's how Dr. Anthony Fauci characterized the move yesterday. It really allows both the FDA and the CDC to further investigate these cases to try and understand some of the mechanisms of what it is, some more details about the history of the individuals who are involved that might shed some light on looking forward, what will happen and what we will do. That's the first thing. The other thing is to make physicians out there aware of this. Now, you may be wondering why this announcement was made yesterday. The J&J vaccine was authorized for use in the United States back in late February. So why are we just now learning about these cases of blood clots? Here's how one of my colleagues at Emory University School of Medicine put it. 
I think the first takeaway is that it's a very rare event. I mean, you're talking about one per million. And when you give millions of doses of vaccines, you will see events like this that you couldn't see in the clinical trial just because, you know, that you didn't have millions of people enrolled. That's Dr. Carlos Del Rio. He's an expert in infectious diseases. And I think he's absolutely right. With every new drug, including vaccines, there is a chance that a very rare side effect will not be identified in the clinical trials. Keep in mind, during the Johnson & Johnson trials, just shy of 22,000 people were given the vaccine. Now, that's a lot of people, but it's also short of the million or so doses that it might take before uncovering an event as rare as this type of blood clot. Which raises another question. Why pause the use of the vaccine for apparently such a low risk? Well, at the moment, there are six reported cases of these blood clots, and that's out of 6.8 million doses of the J&J vaccine that have been administered in the United States so far. So, as Dr. Del Rio said, the risk of this kind of clot, which is formally called a cerebral venous sinus thrombosis, or CVST for short, is about one in a million. For people between 18 and 49, that's close to the age group that experienced these CVST cases, the risk of dying from COVID is roughly 1,800 for every 1 million cases. In other words, dying from COVID is a lot more likely than getting a blood clot from the J&J vaccine. So here's how the FDA justified its decision to pause the vaccine. This was taken rapidly in order to honor our commitment to the American public to ensure that any safety signal that came up during this vaccine rollout was fully addressed uh, in a transparent manner. That's Dr. Peter Marks, the director of the Center for Biologics Evaluation and Research at the FDA. He said, in addition to transparency, the CDC and FDA are also concerned about getting the healthcare community up to speed on how to treat patients who develop this rare blood clot. The issue here with these types of blood clots is that if one administers the standard treatments that we as doctors have learned to give for blood clots, one can actually cause tremendous harm. In other words, CVST requires a unique treatment, and not all clinicians may necessarily recognize that. Once there's been a thorough investigation into the mechanism and the risk factors for these blood clots, and doctors are aware of the appropriate treatment, the pause on the vaccine might be lifted. The FDA's Dr. Janet Woodcock said she expects the pause to last a matter of days. Now, if this sounds a little bit familiar, you may remember that we saw something similar play out in Europe with the COVID-19 vaccine made by Oxford-AstraZeneca. The use of that vaccine was also paused while experts looked into several cases of blood clots among people in European countries. The AstraZeneca vaccine is now being used again in Europe, though some countries have chosen to limit who can receive it. I do want to point out that the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, as well as the Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine, use a specific type of platform known as an adenoviral vector. That's different than the Pfizer vaccine and the Moderna vaccine, which are both mRNA vaccines. Now, what should you do if you've already received the J&J vaccine? Here again is Dr. Del Rio. When you think about a one in a million event, you know, you cross the street every day, you have a much higher chance of getting run over by a car. So I think what people need to be is, is don't freak out. I would be going on in my life, but I would be very attuned to my body. And if I develop shortness of breath, if I develop leg pain, 
if I develop a headache and I'm within two to three weeks of having had the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, I would immediately notify my healthcare provider. For the overwhelming majority of people, there's nothing you're going to need to do, and frankly, there's nothing you need to worry about. The FDA, again, said yesterday that the risk for people who received the vaccine more than a month ago is very low. That's because all six of these blood clot cases occurred within 6 to 13 days of receiving the vaccine. For people who received the vaccine within the last couple of weeks, the best advice is to look out for these symptoms Dr. Del Rio mentioned. You're looking for something that's more intense than the usual flu-like symptoms and the aches and pains associated with getting a vaccine. Again, a severe headache, shortness of breath, intense abdominal or leg pain. If you experience any of those symptoms, you should get in touch with your doctor and also remind your doctor that you recently had the vaccine. Now, the silver lining in all of this is that the post-vaccination monitoring systems seem to be working. I mean, they caught things that are literally one in a million. The CDC and FDA appear to be catching even the rarest of adverse reactions and then taking pretty serious and transparent steps to investigate. The bad news? Every time we hear a report like this, we know the people who are already on the fence about getting a vaccine can end up feeling even more hesitant. So here's my plea to you. I urge you to please not let this dissuade you from getting the vaccine. As I've said time and time again, the vaccines are our best hope of protecting ourselves and reaching herd immunity. What we're seeing here is the process working the way that it's supposed to. The FDA and CDC are operating with an abundance of caution, and I, for one, find that reassuring. It's too soon to say what impact this is going to have on vaccination rates across the country. The White House has emphasized that even without the J&J vaccine, there is still plenty of supply of the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines to continue at the current pace of about 3 million shots a day. Here's President Joe Biden yesterday. My message to the American people on the vaccine is, I told you all, I made sure we have 600 million doses of the MR, not of either Johnson & Johnson and or AstraZeneca. So there's enough vaccine that is basically 100% unquestionable for every single solitary American. In the coming weeks, we're going to need to make sure that the public health messaging is clear and continues to build confidence in the vaccine effort. The risks of severe complications or deaths are far greater from the virus than from any of the vaccines. And neither the Pfizer vaccine nor the Moderna vaccine have been associated with any of these rare blood clots. I don't want to minimize what has happened here, and I applaud the steps to investigate. But keep in mind, again, the benefits far outweigh the risks. If you have questions, please record them as a voice memo and email them to asksanjay at cnn.com. We might even include them on the next podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.